What's up, everyone, and welcome. Yes, that's right. Welcome, one and all, everybody here to the latest episode of RNFM Radio. You've got questions, we've got answers, and of course, we love your opinions, and we've got them, and we'll hit you back with those. Oh my gosh, what an episode here, 170 on the books, and I just can't thank each and every one of you enough, and of course, this is in post-production, so I will be thanking you in the show as well. The show is continuing to grow, and of course, Keith, myself, Kevin Ross, and Elizabeth are just so thankful that you are tuning in to RNFM Radio, because this is what the Pulse of Nursing is about. We, of course, are putting out, we hope, positive spins on things and valuable content and salient points and things that you can just digest and take with you and snack on all day long, if that's if, if you're a snacker. Anyway, enough about snacking. Let's get into the show. Uh, we just kind of want to wrap here on some of the things that happened in the previous week, of course, previous to the previous week to this podcast or the Nurses Unite hashtag, a couple of those issues, and then obviously how we can really sort of propel and perpet- or move this needle, continuing to move this needle as nurses uh, for good, for the positive, using this power for good, because ultimately we are super nurses and we need to be superpowers and super on the, on the right side, on the positive side, on the good side of things here. So anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the show here. All right, so yeah, we want to thank everybody for tuning in today, and I got a speeding ticket because I was doing a buck seventy, or was it actually that I? This is episode one hundred and seventy, right? I actually drive like a grandpa, so I'm a father of three boys, and everybody's telling me to go faster. But hey, you know, I drive the speed limit or under the speed limit. But that's right, episode one hundred and seventy. Kevin Ross again, all day long and every day here at RNFM Radio and on the Pulse of Nursing, and I am joined by my awesome co-host that I just love hanging out with virtually, and I can't wait till we can just party all day and night together on the mic or do something. We should do like a marathon show where Keith and myself and Elizabeth, like we get together and we just go nuts on the mic and we just record hours of stuff and who knows what will come out of that. But anyway... Before I just keep rambling on and take over the entire show, let me go ahead and bring on Elizabeth Scala. Elizabeth, how are you today? I am great. Thanks for asking, Kevin. Hi, everyone out there. Hi, Keith. Hello. Um, it's a beautiful day, as I always say. And you know what? When you were telling me and telling us all about your driving, I'm like, oh, God, really? I I don't drive particularly. Like, I wouldn't say I have... The, I'm not going to go out and get speeding tickets. My husband likes to do that. So we kind of have to watch our budget in this family. However, my uncle, my godfather, my mom, they're all what we call hats. And so, gosh, Kevin, you're another hat. You're you're under the speed limit. That's crazy. I'm a hat. Well, <laughs> all right. So maybe not under the speed. Li- like I'm like right there, you know, and and like we have highways uh, and Keith, I'm sure, you know, he's aware of it as well out here in Colorado where the speed limit is 75 miles an hour. Oh, um, okay. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and not, not all of them, not all of them, but some of the highways at 75 miles an hour. So then people will go 85. Perfect. So, you know, Perfect. I'm like, eh, like I, I don't mind hanging around 70 to 75 uh, ish, you know, um, but I'm not looking to kind of push uh, that limit. It, again, it's just because, 
it's one of those things like where I guess I feel like if I've got precious cargo, even when I don't have precious cargo, I'm reminded that somebody else does. Yeah, you know, I'm dating where I live, though. Over here on the East Coast, we go 65 at the max. And if you have a 65 highway, you're typically not doing it because you're sitting in traffic. So anywho, right. if I was out there with the 75, that'd be that'd be great. That'd be just fine. There you go. So then you, you get a little bit more leeway on that 65. So then you can bump up to 70 plus and still be under the speed limit. So mm-hmm. anyway, but hey, I mean, I certainly have gotten a speeding ticket probably when I was a teenager. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I, I guess I'm kind of nerdy or geeky that way with my driving or something. I don't know. But hey, I I'll get wait. out of your way. I was going to say, I'm, I can't wait to hear how Keith drives because I, I, well, I just would love to hear it. I know. <laughs> but one awful. thing I will say, and, and hopefully, you know, you're not out there doing that. I don't hang out in the left lane holding up the rest of the people who want to pass. Like I'm, I'm hanging out in the right lane. You Good. know, with all the other slow pokes. So Perfect. anyway, Keith, yeah. welcome to the show. It's great to have you here with us today. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Kevin Elizabeth. It's a rainy, cloudy day here in Santa Fe, which is lovely because we haven't had much rain lately. So it's good to start the fall. Happy fall, by the way. The equinox was last night. And yes, uh, we have 75 mile speed limits on all the highways in New Mexico. I, my wife says I have a lead foot. I tend to do just a little bit over the speed limit, like probably five to seven miles an hour over the speed limit on the highway. I drive very carefully in town. And yeah, here in New Mexico, there's some interesting things that happen. One is that, especially in Santa Fe and Albuquerque, stop signs and red lights are seen as suggestions. Hmm. And <laughs> maybe it's the Wild West or something, but when I'm coming up, they just don't to, have the strong influence like yes. maybe others do. When I'm, okay. when I'm coming down a road and the light turns green, I slow down and look both ways because more often than not, someone with incredible whatever comes straight through the red light. So I slow down at the green lights. Most people do here because everyone goes through the red lights. And yeah, out on the highway, lots of people do 40 in the left lane and you end up having to pass them on the right. But anyway, it's a, it's a funny world in New Mexico. When Kevin was here for the New Mexico Nurses Association conference last fall, it was wonderful. And Kevin was shocked that you can bring a concealed weapon into the state house, the roundhouse, where the governor and the legislators all hang out. However, you can't chew gum in a meeting because you'll be thrown out. However, you can walk in with a concealed weapon. So just saying... New Mexico's interesting, but do come visit. <laughs> but you can chew on a bullet, right? You can like chew on you- a bullet, but you cannot chew gum. They will toss you out even if you have a Stetson. I mean, you have a, um, a Glock under your, under your belt. Now, yeah, let me ask, I, what do you chew in a bullet? What's the bullet? Is that a bus for y'all? A what? <laughs> You're saying you could chew gum on a bullet. Right? No, 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 you no. can't chew gum in this in the roundhouse if you're in a legislators meeting or a, any Got it. kind of. However, okay. you could sit there chewing on a bullet, and it's perfect. Oh, it might yeah. go off. Well, no. Chew and on maybe, a bullet. Okay, we we we've digressed. <laughs> we digress. Anyway, well, maybe it was one of those things like. Uh, back in the day, like you know, when watching cartoons, like you know, eat my lead or something, you know, and right. Uh, you know, pull out a gun or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I realize like that whole, we, gosh, we shouldn't even get into sort of gun laws. No, let's not get, that's not can, carrying and all this other stuff. In, I don't want to go there. You're in New Mexico. You just, you have to assume that anyone you're talking to could have a gun under their belt or in their purse. I'm just saying. Um, yes. 
Yes. However, we don't want to talk about having guns under our belts. What we want to talk about today, or what I want to talk about today, is having positivity under our belts. What do you all want to talk about? Um, well, I think that's, I think we should, and I think we always do a good job of this. I think we should try to spend the positive here on obviously the latest news that we are it apparently still neck deep in, but there has been some resolve as far as, okay, some sort of division as far as the Nurses Unite hashtag and everything that's going around there. And what I mean by division, I, I think as nurses, we're still trying to do this together, but there are some folks out there that are like, okay, 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 listen, we've got some influence here and I'm, I'm one of them. I've, I've been saying on Twitter and on social media, like, listen, we, we've obviously moved the needle here. We're obviously influential as a, a profession here, not only in the country, but in the world. We have gotten the attention of not only just social media, mainstream media, people are aware about, you know, of what's going on and they realize that we're upset. So again, going into the positive stuff, it's like, okay, well, we have this influence and we hope even just in your own career or as a nurse that you have some type of influence in what you do and, and the people that you serve. And so how can we use this for good? And so I think we, we do just want to spend a few moments on talking about the Nurses Unite and and where we've kind of been, we sort of dragged this in and out of the mud. And we don't want to drag anyone, any particular person. Uh, and especially, I think, uh, Joy Behar has had, I'm sure, quite enough. And I don't know what's going on with her right now. But I think as nurses, we need to collectively say, okay, let's continue to stand together. But actually, let's do this in a professional manner right. so that we can start, you know, educating people who we are, what we do, where we are, and everything in between. That's right. And what I want to say is that there were many, many ways for, let's just talk about nurses, because that's where we are right now, for nurses to influence the public discourse about our profession. And I've written a couple articles about that recently, a couple blog posts. And there are lots of ways for us to educate the public specifically and the media about what we do and who we are and how nurses' scope of practice and what we're allowed to do. And nursing autonomy has increased in the last even last five years to 10 years. And Elizabeth, I'm wondering what you want to chime in here with, but I think there's a lot to say about the really positive things nurses can do right now. You know what's interesting? You just met, what you just stated has me reflect or, or kind of maybe put that light bulb on above my head. I'm like, ah, oh, turned on. Um, you mentioned, you know, the public perception, but then you mentioned the media perception. So one of the nurse bloggers out there, um, Beth Hawks, she writes for Nurse Code. And um, I know she writes for another place now. I can't remember what, uh, if you guys know. Anywho. She, well, I know she was over on All Nurses as a contributor, but okay. I'm sure you're probably meaning something else. There's probably something in addition to that as well. Yeah, nurse.com, I think. Anyway, she does have her blog at Nurse Code. Um but she sent me an email about how she was going to write a post about this and, you know, what was the misperception of nurse of nurses with the public. And, you know, I got the email and I was like, well, I do want to say something, but I don't, you know, what I don't like is generalization is that we're all have this misperception. I think the misperception comes because of the media. You know, that's where I'm saying, Keith, your point just kind of sparked my memory. I feel like it's the media slant. So the reason I say this is because I wrote back to her and I said, you know what? Here's my part piece for the blog, but it may not be what you want. And if it's not, you know, throw it out. I don't care. It's neither here nor there for me. But my point was, 
my family has no nurses in it. I wasn't, you know, called to be a nurse because I had some family member or some, you know, big example of a nurse in my life. So I have all these family members, you know, they have no interactions with nurse because as I said, I'm not that kind of like nursey kind of person. And they're telling me about how great the nurses have been. You know, the night shift nurse, you know, didn't wake her up or she remembers this person's name because they were so helpful in explaining what the doctors had just said. So all of my family members have these interactions with nurse and are saying, I can see what they do. I can see how important they are. I know that they're, you know, a crucial piece of this healthcare puzzle. So when we talk about this whole generalization, like the public doesn't know what we do, or, you know, the public misperceives what nurses' roles are, I really think it's the media that's sort of swaying our, you know, or, or kind of swaying that viewpoint. I don't think the public, in sort of air quotes, has a misperception. Because again, from my personal experience, all these people in my public, they know what nurses do and they love it. And they feel very proud to have had a nurse take care of them or, or their loved one. Right. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, you know what? My, they're like bells ringing in my ears or my head or something. Uh, <laughs> You're having smell, a stroke. <laughs> do I smell burnt you, toast? Are you, are you hearing I bells? smell almonds. <laughs> I don't know. I, anyway, no, no. So anyway, it, it's, uh, oh my gosh, I could just kiss that light bulb above your head because you're right. The thing is, is that the media is going to try to find what is sexy, what is, you know, savory to people to like these like little nuggets, like how can they spin it? How can they grab these things, punch holes in it, poke holes in it, pull it apart, put it back together to make it sexy so that we buy this or whatever that is. And it's like, you know, if nurses are saying, you know, one side is saying this, like, no, 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 we did not misunderstand you. We have, we, we have ears, we have two ears on our heads. Uh, or in our heads, or, or if, obviously if you're not hearing impaired, but still, it's just like, you know, that whole thing with Whoopi Goldberg saying like, well, you know, you just didn't hear what we said. And like people are like, no, 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 we heard you loud and clear. You know, now what are you calling us? Like, you know, inept to hear these things or stupid or whatever. And then the other camp is like, you know, maybe maybe we did just kind of take that out of context. And and ultimately, like, like listen, people, let's calm down. Let's like take this opportunity to 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 teach and educate the, the media, but the media, sometimes the media doesn't want to hear that because that's not what sells, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the shock stuff, like the things that like really tear people down, unfortunately. And, and that's really what it comes down to. It, it tears either someone or a group down and <laughs> there's somebody on the receiving end of that. And there's somebody that's actually dishing it out or giving it. And the media is just going to help sort of perpetuate that and help build on that momentum and that energy, which is obviously negative energy. So we as professionals need to look through that. We need to cut through the BS and come to some sort of, as we are evidence-based practice, like how do we distill this down to like really find, I guess what you would quantify, you know, qualify as, as a fact or at least something as close to the facts as possible. Because yeah, the media has got to sell and that's what sells. Mm. I, I, I like that point. There's, there's another place I'd like to go in terms of the media too. So when we finish this thought, I have something I want to say about our, our, um, the way that we interact with the media. Oh, sure. And, and what I did want to leave with too, with the Nurses Unite, and just really quickly, I want to go back to the Brian Short thing, just for, for just a hot second, you know, founder of all nurses who unfortunately took his own life and, and, and apparently the life of his family, is that the media is also doing a number there where, you know, as far as looking into his finances or trying to figure out this and, and uh, poke holes in this and saying, well, you know, even though the business looked like it was doing well, it really wasn't doing well. And maybe he was overspending and it's like, listen, and I, and I posted on a private Facebook 
group that um, just today, like probably half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, just saying like, listen, as we said on the previous show, and Elizabeth was very clear on that as well, as that's, this has personally touched her life in that we don't, we, we can try to cir- keep circling around, trying to find the reason, trying to find the motive, but ultimately that might most likely uh, died with him. Mm-hmm. And we may never know the actual, like, could it have been something that's flipped this switch that was a dormant psychiatric illness, something that was going on with him. And it was like that pebble effect and another pebble, another pebble. And then it just tipped the scale possibly. But ultimately like on the surface, like you can keep looking at all these things, but you're just going to drive yourself crazy. And it's a matter of like, okay, well, what story is going to sit well with me? Uh, what, what's going to feel better to me to just find some closure? Ultimately, you're just going to have to find closure in the fact that there's likely not a clear cut answer here and it's gone with him, unfortunately. Yeah. So. I know we're going to get to Keith's point about um, something he'd like to say, but to add on to that in terms of the media, you know, I, I've, as I've shared on the show before, and as you two know, I mean, I've done a ton of self-improvement, self-growth work. Like if you look at my bookshelf, it's all about how to feel better about yourself or how to get more (laughs) confident or whatever. But the point that I've learned from lots of spiritual teachers, lots of these self-help folks is like, take a break from the news, people. Like I know people want to watch the news because they feel they have to know what's going on. I have to tell you guys both and, and I'll make a personal statement here that probably people are like, what? I don't watch the news. I don't put it on. I don't listen to it. I don't read a newspaper. I don't, because if something's going to happen, somebody's going to tell me like I find out there is a hurricane coming because someone will call me on the phone and say, Oh my goodness, did you see the hurricane? So I'm good. I don't watch the news because if I do, I would get worried. I would get scared. I would feel depressed. I'd probably be right there with the sad people. The news is just bringing us down. So I, I just, I'm just saying that to put that out there and, and we can move off of that topic. I'm, I'm aligned with that. Yeah, the, the, I, I'm aligned I hear with you that. on that too. I mean, I haven't had a TV in over 10 years and I listen to National Public Radio a little bit, maybe once or twice a week, but I get my news from people I chat with or something crosses my social media feed and or if there's a hurricane or something, somebody will tell me you're right. So the news isn't really important to me per se, because whatever I need to know always seems to come my way anyway. And the fact that I didn't hear about this whole Nurses Unite thing for a week or so just shows that sometimes I'm a little out of touch, but I feel like I'm in touch with what's most important to me. And that's a very personal choice for everybody, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, it is. It is. And so, I I mean, I think this is a great segue, Keith, for you to to certainly talk about, um, you know, your your points here, because... I, I think we're we're very aligned here yeah. already and just sort of on that focus. Right. You know, what I wanted to say about about this whole Nurses Unite thing and The View and Joy Bahar and Miss America, that whole piece, is that what I'm writing about lately in a few articles and posts I've written is not about how we're responding to that particular situation. What I want to say is that there were many, many ways for us to, to educate the public. And Elizabeth made a great point that the public actually, to a large extent, loves nurses. I mean, we're number one in the Gallup poll almost every year since 2000. So they definitely trust us and understand us. They may have a slightly skewed view of us, but that slightly skewed view, I think, mostly comes from the media and how we're portrayed in the media, TV, radio, etc., movies not really from their personal experience. Because you talk to anyone who's had an experience of a nurse, 
99 times out of 100, they're going to tell you how amazing the nurses were or how incredible their nurse was. So my point that I've been making lately is that if you want to educate the media, one thing is to get onto different media venues' contact list because when a public health emergency comes up, they probably go to their contact lists and they call doctors or epidemiologists. So if your local TV station or, or national uh, public radio station or any of those venues, if you have contacts there or you want to create contacts there, talk to them, sit down and chat with them and say, look, if something happens and you want a nurse to comment on this particular thing going on, give me a ring, send me an email. And the same thing goes for letters to the editor. People might think that a letter to the editor is kind of old fashioned and that, you know, say your local paper doesn't have a big reach, but you know what? Most papers have an online version. And if you write a letter to the editor, say about your experience as a nurse or something you want to share about flu shots, it doesn't really matter what it is or hand washing that might get shared much more widely than you think. And I think, starting in our hometowns to educate our local media and to tell the local media, hey, there's a nurse living amongst you, or is it amidst you? No, amongst you, who <laughs> you can call. Another Wikipedia moment. Yeah, we'll no, have it's the, definitely uh, amongst. So yeah. there's a, no, it's amidst. Yeah. So there's, there's a nurse living amidst you that <laughs> you can call when a public health issue comes up. So Give me a ring if you want to chat. So I think we can start local and have a global impact. And if every nurse in every little town reached out to their local paper, radio station, and television station, we would have an incredible array of nurses out there in the digital Rolodexes of some great news venues and media venues. So just saying. You know well, what's interesting? Oh, sorry to cut you off really quick. No, no, no. Go, um, go, go. Another yeah, thing go, I've done, which, you know, I mean, the thing is they send you emails constantly, but you just start ignoring some of them and then, you know, picking the ones that you feel like opening when you have nothing else to do. But there's something called help a reporter out. And yes. if you just sign up for that, which is completely free, they'll send you an email. And if you go, you know, they, they break it down in sections and one of them usually is health and medical or health and something. And you can respond to those and be quoted as a nurse. And I actually have been quoted from a few, which I was shocked, but, um, it, you know, they send, like I said, three or four emails a day. So you may have to kind of, okay, I'm going to avoid the morning one and always just look at the afternoon one, whatever you do. But that's another way now because reporters are actually, like you just said, Keith, um, it's kind of changing. But now some of them being online, they still need quotes. They still need expert opinions and expert um, statements. But this is how one way they've gone about doing that. Great point. No, I, yeah, I know. I love that. I belong um, to help a reporter out and I get emails and inquiries periodically. So Kevin, mm -hmm. have you interacted with them too? Well, no, that's, it, it just got me thinking like, so think about the three of us here and you know, we are, uh, whether we have Facebook groups that we have either started or, you know, I know Elizabeth, you, you have, and we're also members of, of Facebook groups with nurses, either primarily and or all nurses. And think about this, like how many of the nurses that we're involved with day to day there's at least, you know, I, I think I probably know either ver like either personally that I've met in person or virtually one nurse that's at least within, you know, the 50 states and then some overseas and then think about like, okay, how many nurses do I actually know that let's say that are in California? So yeah, it's like one of those things where 
we could, you know, kind of get that, that going, like where these nurses, a lot of them are very public and a lot of them can be easily found. So not only reach out to your local papers and, and news media outlets to say like, Hey, look, I'm here and look, this is what I'm posting or look, this is, you know, my platform and you can kind of get to know me a little bit more. And that can ultimately help you build your own, not only your brand authenticity as as a nurse, but as an authority as a nurse as well. I'm not saying try to use this as an opportunity to to build your own platform and, and get more traffic to your sites. It's it's not so much that, but just like a lot of these nurses already have like this virtual CV online. Maybe you've got a nice polished LinkedIn profile, uh, as Keith is always talking about, and we're talking here on RNFM. And again, maybe you've got this nice polished blog and you're very articulate and you've got something to say. I mean, you you might even have you know, a place to send these reporters to say like, look, this is what I'm always talking about. And some of these folks are like, oh my gosh, I love that spin. Or I never even thought about that. Like, you know, we might want to feature something like this. And then even anytime in the future, to your point, anytime we have something that comes up, we'd love to call you or have your, you know, a statement. And that's really, it's kind of nerdy and geeky, kind of cool, Elizabeth, that you've been quoted before. That's, yeah, that's neat. it's awesome. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. And that's one of them, cool. and this is even even geekier. I've got some Google alerts set up for like nurse stress, nurse burnout, different keywords that I follow. And one of them I clicked on, and there was my quote. I was like, "Yes, that is so awesome." Cool. <laughs> that's that is cool. Yeah. Well, hey, um, well, no, but I was I was gonna say like, what about um, you know, we're talking about local Keith, and I know that you're talking about writing and and reaching out locally, but um. And if you if you still I'll I'll let you segue into this, but let's not forget this major like this big sort of platform that that's looking for a nurse. But we can talk about that in just a moment. I, I didn't know if you wanted to close out your sort of your comment on on what we were just talking about. Sure. I think what I'll say is that nurses have a lot to share. We have a lot to say. We are experts in many areas. So if you feel like you're the type of nurse who is comfortable speaking in public or talking on the phone with a reporter or otherwise being being a conduit of information between our profession and the media and the public, go for it. Just step forward and do that. Be one of those spokespeople. And the more positive spokespeople we have out there in the world, the more the media will say, yeah, wow, nurses really do have something to say. Let's Let's keep these people in our digital Rolodex and reach out to them. So I'm actually going to do that here in my local area in Santa Fe and Albuquerque. I'm going to reach out to a bunch of news venues and not ask them for money or a job. Just say, hey, if you need someone to talk to who's a nurse, give me a ring. And I recommend that people consider doing that. It's It could actually be very fun. And you never know what might come of doing that kind of outreach, how it might affect your career also. I love how we do this, you know, the three of us, like where we, we think about like, okay, we definitely wanted to follow up on last week's uh, sort of uh, demise here of The View and um, just sort of close things up and start spinning on the positive. And I, just, I mean, oh my gosh, like so many things to think about. And the fact that I didn't even know Elizabeth has been quoted before. I mean, I know, she, I know you've been quoted out there in the ethers of, at least in the internets, the interwebs, um, but that's, that's pretty cool. So see folks. It, it, it can work. It does work. It is work. possible, like he, yeah. Like, yeah. You're, like we're saying, I mean, and folks listening, you know, you're thinking, oh, but Elizabeth's hosting this podcast and doing whatnot. I didn't, I didn't say any of that. I mean, literally just wrote back my one to two sentences, put my name and like my at Twitter symbol or something like that. I mean, they just need someone who 
is an expert and a professional who can articulate these things in a clear and confident manner. So, you know, as you were just saying, Kevin, it's fun. Um, you just try it. You might, you know, respond to some of them and then nothing happens. That's fine too. You know, you responded because they're not going to pick you every time. Trust me, I've responded to way more than I've gotten quoted. But again, it's just, it's just trying. If you don't put it out there and you don't try, you don't move forward. You don't have any progress and then you don't advance the nursing profession. Right, right. Well, and so speaking of advancing the nursing profession and sort of calling out and if you really feel comfortable then and and you really got that bravado or something behind you or that energy that you want to get out there, of course, we need to make mention of the hashtag nurse search, which I believe the Nurses Unite impetus. I think that that was kind of how this was born, where Dr. Oz on the Dr. Oz show, part of the Harpo Productions, which is Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Um, so I think most of us know about Dr. Oz and that the, the show, he and the show, and the producers are looking for nurse representation on the show. Now, let's also preface, because we do need to call out, as far as I know, per my knowledge, I know that Donna Cardillo is either currently and or has been a part of that show as a consulting nurse. But it sounds like, you know, Dr. Oz really wants to to bring this more to the surface, more to the front lines, and obviously get the perspective of, of a nurse. And so there is a campaign out there. Again, hashtag nurse search. We will put that in the show notes and tweet that out and of course, put the link to the Dr. Oz, like where to find out more information. But as of September 21st, 2015, there is a nomination process where you can nominate a nurse, whether you want to nominate yourself or nominate another nurse. I know it always seems like it comes, you know, it's a little bit better when it comes from somebody else. So I know that there are some nurses out there that have been using social media and asking their uh, group of, you know, friends, colleagues, the, the professionals out there, people who know them, at least whether in person or at least have had some type of working relationship with them asking to be nominated for the show. And I think that there are some great nurse leaders out there who could really take this on. And so ultimately what they're really asking is that from a nomination standpoint is just, you know, your name and, uh, you know, email and contact information, all those obvious things. They, they also want to get a, just a little blurb, 150 words or less that embodies the traits and the qualities that you're, you know, you emulate, uh, who your employer is and uh, what, you know, really kind of what your specialty is. And so there are, I think, ultimately, and Elizabeth, I know I said this off the air, but I think you would be I awesome want to do it now. I totally want not try. I'm like, holy crap. I'm, I'm going to nominate at, you. I'm going to nominate Darn myself. It. I don't care. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. I said it here. So You're fun. getting nominated. You oh, know, that'd be great. so. Anyway, we've, we've worked together for years here and I, I know people, yeah, yeah, but that's just an obvious because, you know, co-host on RNFM. No, no, no. I think Elizabeth would be a fantastic addition to the show. That's so true. You, you know I yeah. really got, this is why I want to put it out there as like a vision. I have um, been working with my business coach now for four years and constantly every year we do, you know, a VIP day, we do a retreat, we're planning all this. And she's helped me with the growth of the, the art of nursing during Nurses Week. But really she's like, I could see you, you know, on television i could see you being interviewed i could just see your personality i could see and i'm now i'm like now i see this i'm like I now i gotta got do to it do it man <laughs> i gotta so, do yeah. it now and i just want to say that we've had dr phil we have dr oz the only nurse show that's on people's lips from tv is nurse jackie and mm. i love nurse jackie i mean it's a great show it's funny et cetera, et cetera. it's moving sometimes but it's about a nurse who's drug addicted and, you know, in recovery, et cetera, et cetera. 
why can't we have a prime time or relatively prime time or cable show that features a nurse as the host? And I think we've had plenty of doctor shows. I think it's time for a serious nurse show. Yes, mm. yes. At least on cable. Exactly what on I was prime thinking. Time TV. Okay, you know, Dr. Phil, great. Um, Dr. Wayne Dwyer, great. May he rest in peace. Dr. Oz, it's time. I think the time has come. Just That's saying. All right, awesome. fine. We're going to do a video component now. So RNFM Radio is going to go flip back from podcasting to we're going to do our own show right we here. We really have to have a show, guy. I mean, that's that's such a great idea, Keith. And then you're writing these letters to the editor. You're getting in touch with the politicians. You're doing all that. You're getting us on the air. Okay. <laughs> nice. I'm on it. Nice. I'm going to start a petition.org petition to have a nurse show. <laughs> I mean, it, it is true. I mean, it would be great to have that sort of forefront representation of, yeah, because you're right, there are, but, and it still could be doctor something because there are plenty of nurses out there who do have, that's, they hold a doctoral degree. Well, that's degree. true, like Dr. Renee Thompson, yeah. but I want to see the word nurse. I don't want to see sure. doctor. Even if that nurse has a doctorate, I want to see nurse because I feel like right. we need that word out there with that level of respect. And right, because it's that whole thing of doctor, everybody, and I shouldn't say everybody. So I'll put, I won't put everybody in that card. Generalization. I'll just put some people. General, <laughs> generally, people say doctor equals physician or MD, which actually there are so many doctoral mm -hmm. level you know, folks out there that aren't even in clinical settings. Absolutely. I mean, PhDs, ED, or e, is it EEDs or EDD? Or EDs. Education. Yeah. So anyway, lots of doctoral prepared doctorally prepared professionals out there that have lots of expert advice to bring to the table that aren't even in the clinical setting. But yes, nurses, lots of doctor of nursing, especially as the DNP has started getting a lot of traction in the last few years. Like imagine um, Nurse Gale, Gale Ingram. Yes. Imagine Nurse Gale being, you know, the Nurse Gale show on, you know, it's not going to be HBO, but it would be on, you know, one of the main, one of the main networks. I think that would be brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, Keith. It's like getting back to the roots of nurse. The the begin like you were a nurse first. Yes, you are a doctorate prepared nurse. Yes, you have a PhD. Yes, all this, but you are a nurse, and you have mm -hmm. that training. You come with a compassionate edge. You look at the whole person. You're you know you're not just about one single system, and not about like you know treating a symptom. You're a nurse. You're there to care. So yes, nurse whatever, but let's have the nurse show. <laughs> yeah. Well, in all due respect to our physician colleagues, of course, but we've said this time and time again, and I know that I have plenty of friends who are physicians and are very approachable, but ultimately, again, trying to steer, you know, the generalization thing, but, but people do feel like they can approach nurses a little bit more easily, or at least that we're a little bit more accessible to the public. And so, I mean, that's, that's the influence that we have right now, or at least that's, how people see us. So like, wow, like a show and that kind of presence where, yeah, like we're really kind of getting into act, you know, having that access to nurses. Cause again, I think people do feel like they can easily more easily access, you know, get access to us. So why not, why not give it to them? Why mm -hmm. not give them access? Call in so. with your questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, oh man. Now, seriously, we're going to have, like, we're going to get off this like podcast and like, we're going to start brainstorming. Like, how can we actually make this happen? <laughs> That's right. right. So, on, on a small scale, but do it and then get it much larger. Right. Anyway. And what are some of the takeaways here? I mean, for me, one of the takeaways is great. Get nurses out there. If it's on Dr. Oz, that's beautiful. You know, Donna Cardillo's already involved over there. 
If it's going to be Gail Ingram or Katie Duke or the nerdy nurse or Renee Thompson, that's great. And also getting nurses out there talking to their local legislators, their mayors, their city councilors, their their um, school council, you know, whatever is happening in your town, your municipality, make your nurseness known and also to your local media outlets. I think that's really important. And one of the other takeaways for me right now that I'm thinking about is spinning the positive, always spinning the positive, because it's easy to go negative in this world with the nature of the news and the nature of what can come across our our eyeballs or through our ears at any time from so many different places. And I think there's lots and lots of room for positivity and enthusiasm. And I lean in that direction 99% of the time. And I encourage our listeners to do the same. What do y'all think about, about that? Couldn't have said it better, but um, so my, my key takeaways, I guess, from today's conversation and, and piggybacking off of last episode as well is just to sort of be mindful of our speech and our words and and avoid those generalizations you know as we're saying something you know the public like that's you know say everybody it's just kind of like a huge stretch so just being mindful of how you present yourself and and what you say and in terms of as you as you said Keith showing up in a positive manner you know your statements the words you speak the things you write on social media is this going to improve anything is this going to help something change is this going to help it grow it, it, towards the positive, is it a solution? So that's really what I got out of today's conversation, and and you know, combined with last week's. I I love that you too, and and I'm actually gonna put obviously a little of my own flavor in here, and and build on some of what you both both of what you've been saying, and then Elizabeth, something that really stuck out to me as well that always sticks out to me in business, and you know, this is great that Dr. Oz is reaching out. And again, there's no guarantee. I mean, they, they put all that legalese in there that, hey, we could nominate all these nurses and maybe they decide to go a different direction or pick their own. But this is an opportunity to really look not only within yourself, but out, also outside of yourself as a team of nurses. Like you are part of this team. And rather than, you know, go ahead and throw your hat in the ring. And of course, Elizabeth, I am going to nominate you. Um, but, but throw your hat in the ring. And, and, and as you said, whether you get chosen or not, just do it, just execute on that. Um, and, and, and also don't wait, don't, don't, I mean, it's great, you know, because, you know, we hear about like, and, you know, Elizabeth, maybe you know this or not, you know, like Oprah, like whether you like Oprah or not, I mean, she was on the news. She was a newscaster out in the field in Baltimore. And of course now she's this multi-billion dollar woman, you know, has this huge enterprise and, Ultimately, she she worked her way up. And I guess that's what I want to say is that, listen, the Dr. Oz opportunity would be fantastic. And it's always nice to have something that has that kind of influence to help catapult your career, catapult the message of nursing and, and what you want to do as a nurse. But, but also, don't feel like you have to wait for an opportunity like that either. You can start these on your own. I mean, you could start in your own basement or your house or somewhere and, and have your own little show if you want, like a podcast like RNFM Radio or a video show and, and do it. And maybe some local network picks it up and maybe you only have like, I don't know, 500 viewers uh, a week and then 1,000 and then 10,000 and then all of a sudden like a national network wants to pick it up. I mean, you, this, is, this is the thing. This is, could be the impetus. This Nurses Unite could be the impetus of what is to come. Carol Gino has talked about it, at the, you know, author of The Nurses Story. 
and, and telling the story. And here we are many, many years later. Uh, we obviously are moving the needle. We're obviously influential people. And so, again, Dr. Oz, great. But hey, don't necessarily have to wait for something like this. You, can, you could potentially make this happen. Somebody Created. could be watching you or listening to you and say, I want that. I want to be a part of that. Right. How can I help catapult this show even further? Create it yourself. Do it yourself. Yep. Yep. Ooh, I think I'm out of breath. Yeah. Uh, catch your <laughs> breath, Kevin. I know CPR, but you know what? You're uh, about 500 miles away. So, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take, yeah. I know. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I don't know if. That's definitely my closing comment. That's that's where I, I think that this thing should lie is, you know, start within, get, you know, get local, start glo- local, get global. That's right. I say go big. And I say, you know, scale it how big you want it. Yeah. And I say start positive and end positive. And I say have fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. Let's see. Local, global, positive, fun. I think those are those are great keywords. We're going to put those right in the show notes. Sweet. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I have so much fun with it with you too. I swear we, this is fun for me and I hope, you know, I've been noticing in the metrics. I, I looked just today where, you know, we're increasing our listenership and I even noticed more and more of you out there have been listening on your mobile devices, mm-hmm. especially the iOS devices. Um, when RNFM, like when we, you know, Keith and I switched over, it was just the two of us and, you know, we brought in and Elizabeth, I think Keith and I have you to thank for a lot of this as well is that um, we, we might have had, let's say, out of all the listens, out of all the tens of thousands of listens that we would, we, that we would get, um, maybe only 4% of people were listening on their mobile devices, maybe 3 to 4%. And now I looked, and just on iOS alone, so that would be your Apple devices, t- almost 25% of people listening on the go. So apparently mm-hmm. you like what we're saying, but you're also taking us where you need us to be. And we appreciate that because we realize that your time is valuable and we are thankful for you to give us a little bit of your time. And so we're definitely moving the needle. Either we're reaching, you know, for, further out to, to newer audience, newer demographic, or maybe you're actually hearing what I say all the time is say, hey, go over to rnfmradio.com to find out how to listen to us on the go. So, and that's just on Apple devices. I mean, there's Android and all the other stuff. So you guys definitely take us with you. And that just warms my heart. It really does. So... Whew, out of breath again. Ah, a warm right. heart. A warm heart and warm hands. That's the- definitely. I'm well perfused, though. That, Don't worry. That's I'm well warm perfused. Warm heart, well hands, and, and tech savvy, folks. Good job. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I'm like, I don't even know what the heck he's talking about, but good job, listeners. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're ta- yeah if, they're, if you can follow that one, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're literally right now, we're in somebody's ears while they're either walking the dog or on a run or at the gym or on like their commute. And you know what? You, whoever you are, thank you so much for everything that you're doing to help us. You just feed the love here at RNFM Radio. We're going to keep doing what we do, but it is nice to know that you are with us and that we are with you because we are with you. So I love it, love it, love it. All right. I'm going to get out of breath again. My cap refill is still less than three seconds here. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm still well perfused, but we left it here. So Keith and Elizabeth... Thank you so much to hang out with me today. I feel so special. So as always, follow Keith Carlson at Nurse Keith, Elizabeth Scala at Elizabeth Scala on Twitter. And of course, Kevin Ross, myself at Innovative Nurse. And don't forget to follow at RNFM Radio. And really quickly, just 
need to put it out there because we were talking about iTunes earlier. If you're listening to iTunes, I think about 5% of you are listening on iTunes. But hey, if you have an iTunes account, even if you don't open it up and you need to open it up, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review for RNFM Radio. Just do a search into the search box of the iTunes store. We would love that. That really helps the authority that Apple thinks that we have because hopefully we do have an authority here. Um, Authenticity. Yeah, I think we do. All right, so let's just leave it at that. This was an awesome episode, 170. Thank each and every one of you. And I just, I love the fact that you hung out on the pulse of nursing with us. So we're just going to leave it at that, folks. And enough is enough. Killer show. And Keith and Elizabeth, I love you too. So I appreciate having you in my ears. And hopefully the feeling's mutual. (laughs) Mutual. (laughs) Have a great day, folks. (laughs) Awesome. So again, I just, I have to thank my co-hosts here, um, you know, here in post because Elizabeth and Keith, it's, it, it, we are, we're inspired by all of you out there that are putting out various pieces of content and sharing things and curating and things for us and reaching out to us and emailing us. And you do give us inspiration. And there are times where, you know, we get this inspiration or at least you reach out or the stories are out there on Facebook or social media or somewhere. And we say, I'm serious. Like every time, like we get together, some sometimes we're not not every time not every time let, let me say this because we, we do have guests and a lot of times like we put a lot of planning into the shows I don't, I don't want to say that we don't plan our shows but there are some times where we literally just get together on the call on the mics and we just kind of go over what we want to talk about and we start in one direction and we end up in another direction and so not one direction the band that is of course just a, a direction some some kind of power some impetus something to sort of start and fuel this passion and fire that we have on the, on our mics. And I just, again, want to thank my co-hosts. They are just so gifted and talented to be able to, you know, together we are, we're able to do that and tie up what I hope was, was something that obviously was, was born from something negative that we can take this passion and, and be compassionate and take this and spin it into a positive. So continue to use that hashtag nurses unite but also use it for good, use our power for good, and use our influence for good, and get out there. Get out there and have fun, as Elizabeth says, and, and use this power for good. And just put one foot forward and, and see, um, or put two feet forward, or whatever. But just put one foot in front of the other and execute on this stuff, because we need you to be implementing just as much as we're implementing so that we can help push this profession forward. Anyway, thanks again so much for giving us your time. We value and appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, next episode at 171, we'll be there. We hope you'll be there with us. So thanks so much for hanging out on The Pulse of Nursing. 